everybody. Welcome to another episode of A Day With Price, dun, the classical dun, music dun, dun, podcast, dun, dun, hosted dun, by myself, Emma Price, dun, dun, uh, uh, and, and myself, Brooke Day. Together, we make A Day With Price. Ha! Beep boop, 50% of truth. <laughs> I am not myself, I am a cyborg. That's right, I make A Day With Robot. I make a day with the... <laughs> How are you, mate? Oh, brilliant. Uh, yeah, brilliant. So glad to be back in the saddle. You sound <coughs> so fucking sarky. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. <sighs> are you happy now that I'm glad to be here? Yeah, I'm happy. Does that make you so feel happy. good? Makes me feel happy and good. Right. Well. So what's been going on in your life? Uh, I realised I, I never told you about my, um, my cool, my cool Vienna gig. <gasps> Vienna, tell me more. Or wiener, as I like to call it. Oh, for crying out loud. You're welcome. My wiener trip. <laughs> my trip to the big wiener. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> That's actually really funny, though. <laughs> it's actually really clever and really good. Well done. It's, it's pretty great the way the Wiener, pronounced in a, a German accent, becomes up Vienna, and then you have a yeah. whole other town that you're like, oh, yeah, I guess... That's really funny. Why do we spell it the other way when we could be writing Wiener all this time? So I went on a trip and I went to Wiener. <laughs> <laughs> right, tell me about your Wiener trip. <laughs> So um, we got whisked away on a flight to um, this very big swanky hotel in the center of Vienna. We um, were given hotel rooms. We were paid handsomely. And we mm -hmm. played about four and a half minutes of music. And then we were flown what? back to London with all the chocolate we could hold in our hands you played four and a half minutes of music oh god emma it was it was just one of those gigs where you're like this is why i'm here this is why i do this uh yeah i took the day off work we, so it was for a corporate um uh what'd you call it like a retreat for this massive multinational billion dollar I'm talking hundreds of billion dollar corporation uh, that makes snacks. They make uh, milka bars and Oreo cookies and oh. uh, Ritz crackers and etc. 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 You're speaking um, my language. Just like a, it's the the corporation's called uh, Monday. Oh shit! It's been too long. I forget. If it's Monday, yeah. fuck it. You have to edit that part out. Monday. Um. And we were we were the punchline to a joke, basically about uh, hiring the right people to do the right job. Mm-hmm. So okay. we um so we we were basically at the beginning of this lecture from the CEO to all the like sub CEOs 
you know, so like this, the CEO owns this corporation, and all the all the the groups, the companies beneath him. So like Oreo, the CEO of Oreo was there, and the CEO for Milka Bar was there, etc. And he he's trying to uh, pump them up to make more billions of dollars in the following year. Uh, so he's giving them this speech about. Um, uh, like so, at the beginning, they they had people put up their hand. Uh, who here has ever taken music lessons ever in their life? And so people would put up their hand and be like, "Oh, I learned uh, clarinet for like you know two years when I was seven. It's like, okay, great, you're gonna yeah. be our first violinist. Uh, and somebody else would be like, "Oh, I I did you know piano or whatever. Great, you're gonna be our second violinist." So they they assembled like a string quartet on stage of these people okay. gave them instruments that they'd hired and then they were like great we're going to play Eine Kleine Nacht music first movement ready one two ready go and obviously the people didn't know what they were doing and they couldn't play and they were like uh they didn't even make a noise etc uh, etc et they do the whole speech about well you know we hired musicians how come these musicians can't play this music oh we didn't hire the right kind of musicians to play what we needed to do then at the end of the lecture they bring in four regular musicians real musicians and they wanted us to play uh Klein and Nacht music first movement and we did and they were like aha punchline everybody loved it we did a bit of dancing we did a we did a bit of playing to people around the room uh and then we walked out to a standing ovation you know you literally just played Ina. Literally, literally, top to bottom, no oh, repeat. May and um, May, and it was like super impressive to all these people who you know deal in nonsense. Uh, they deal in figures of money that don't mean anything, you know. So like, okay, just, yeah, like money is not a thing that they think about. They think of billions. They think of uh, what Fuck. what like part you know. They think of half the globe at a time like should we release this chocolate bar in this uh in this continent because th those this uh culture of people maybe they don't like this certain kind of taffy or whatever right these are the what sorts the? of things that they think about taffy i love taffies <laughs> yummy so, so yeah so we played Anna Kleiner and like the whole time we were there it was just like what what do you guys want there's and, and because it, you know it was a snack corporation the hotel was just covered with snacks there was just like a display oh, of milka bars and a display of like oreo and a display so they would just be like if you walk by and you want to eat something you just pick it up and you just eat it so it's like willy wonka but real life yeah, basically yeah so i every time i went past the chocolate display I uh, put a chocolate bar in my pocket, and of course you did. That was part of my payment. I'm pouring a glass of wine in celebration. I th I appreciate that. <clears throat> to cheers that. That sounds like an awesome gig, and that's when you're like, I love being a musician, and I love being like rewarded for all the talents and skills I have to offer. Exactly, exactly. And it's such a you, you contributed to an awesome event as well. Exactly, and and the guy who organised it is an old friend of Ed's who's a co-worker of uh -huh. ours and yeah. he is an old like they used to do pantos together apparently uh and he like and he's a talented musician and he understands the you know performance from an artist's point of view and he, his goal is to in 
corp now he runs this company that 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 helps corporations do their retreats and their you know their team building exercises and stuff his goal is to incorporate more artistic things in these huge corporation uh scenarios so like there's there's a chance that we'll get to do more of this sort of uh this sort of gig mm. and it's very exciting that's great and he sounds like a legend as well yeah yeah love yeah. it yeah it was good good times oh fantastic well i can't beat that because my life is boring and i'm poor so i'm just gonna move <laughs> straight on to recommendation <laughs> fine now my life is awesome i am still very poor but it's still great oh okay but i can't top that i can't top a story oh, well so. okay it's not a competition no, you can tell good. anything no, any no. Story you want. no i'm okay um so why don't you tell a story and then edit it in before my story oh i don't have a story <laughs> now i put the put pressure on, on you spot. yeah now i'm now i've called your bluff i'm just kidding emma get on with your recommendation let's hear it Right, guys, guys, I've decided we haven't had enough Beethoven in our lives, so I'm gonna um, recommend a little bit of Beethoven. I'm gonna uh, recommend the Coriolan Overture. Oh, Coriolan! Everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite, apart from the Leonora. Um. Right. I don't remember what Leonora how Leonora calls. <laughs> Who cares? Um, Coriolan is... always Coriolan. I love this one. So this is a composition written by Ludwig van Beethoven <coughs> in 1807 for Heinrich Josef von Collins. 1804 tragedy Coriolan. Who is he exactly? Who knows? You'll find out. Right. Now, um, everyone... Well, not everyone. Most people know um, Corio Coriolan or Coriolanus from the... Uh, Shakespeare play uh -huh. Coriolanus but in fact um, this is based on the one by Heinrich Josef von Collins oh that so one that's fun yeah nice bit of information that no one knows about um, now actually um, it was a five act tragedy and he wrote the overture um but it's not actually known if Beethoven wrote this overture for an actual performance of the play or simply because he was inspired right. by it. So no one really knows. Okay. And poor, poor um, Von Collin has been a little bit overshadowed by William Shakespeare. So we don't really give a fuck about his one, really. Right, yeah, that's a tough one. Um, also, the music outlasted awkward, the play it? by a million years as well. Mm, I know. Oops. Hashtag a bit awkward. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, <laughs> go on. The structure and themes of the overture follow the play very generally. Okay, so the main C minor theme, which, um, as we all know, is one of Beethoven's favourite yes. keys. Oh, everyone loves C minor, mm -hmm. right? Um, so the main C minor theme represents Coriolanus's resolve and warlike tendencies. He's about to invade Rome. <laughs> Thank you. 
while the more tender E-flat theme represents the pleadings of his mother to desist. Okay. eventually gives in to tenderness but since he cannot turn back having led an army of his former em- enemies to Rome's gates he kills himself oh typical This actually differs from the better known play Coriolanus by William Shakespeare in which he is murdered. And actually, I think, I believe that Shakespeare wrote this around the same time as Antony and Cleopatra. So he was probably like, all right, let's add some murder in because there's so much suicide. Yeah, enough with the suicide. Exactly. Both uh, Shakespeare's and Collins' plays are about the same semi-legendary figure, Gaius Marcius Coriolanus, whose actual fate was not recorded. All right. That's yeah, weird. so I know. Well, you know, is it? I don't know. I mean, they did such a good job of writing certain things down, and then they just left some stuff out. Exactly. Um, so the powerful chords that begin the work. <laughs> are followed by an agitated theme in C minor, as we mentioned before. And then a very lyrical one in E flat major, which is the one to do with the tenderness towards the mother. this theme it's absolutely gorgeous okay um the tension is maintained near the end by bringing back the opening theme but in f minor instead of c minor and then following it with a dramatic coda that gets continuously softer and more fragmented I 
I love this um, this overture because the two themes come and go like quite a few times so it's obviously showing the sort of tempestuous right. um, no I don't mean tempestuous I mean like the uh, battle in his mind sure. of whether to be like warlike and you know the sort of dichotomy of what he's going through okay um, many of Beethoven's contemporaries held to the belief that the work was a depiction of Coriolan complete with his last gasp before right. breath before breath <laughs> yeah. gasp take before your time death. she's shit faced you guys I'm wasted no I'm just waiting for dinner with his last gasp before death um, and actually the the end where it sort of very quietly ebbs towards the end I suppose that could be quite a, a depiction of that Others suggested mm-hmm. that the work was a portrait of the composer. Um, um, that Beethoven provided no other music for the drama and may have been inspired only by the character marks the work as perhaps the first purely abstract overture and an archetype for similar works to follow by Wagner, Liszt, Vorschach and others. You know, maybe Beethoven just needed to make some fucking ma- money that week, you know? That's true, because he was, um, yeah, he was paid. Why do we gotta, you know, why do we gotta be like, oh, the artist must have meant this about it? Well, I suppose because it's not that narrative, because it's sort of in a, in a way is quite general and is more of an evocation of like feelings, as opposed to a story. Okay. But yeah, maybe he was just like, look, these feelings will do. <laughs> That's right. But Beethoven's gotta eat, baby. Let's just write this shit down. Ludwig's got to eat, bitch. Ludwig needs his kebabs, baby. <laughs> Ludwig needs his Turkish. <laughs> Ludwig needs falafel. I had falafel for the first time in, I would say, seven years yesterday. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I just panicked. I, just I panicked panic. in Tesco when I bought it. Well, that's okay. That's all right. And do you know what? It was quite nice <laughs> you know what it was so-so it can be I find that falafel is like a kind of meh food it's kind of in between yeah. it's kind of a boring thing for yeah. me yeah you know why because there's no meat why? in it yeah okay good point <laughs> um, but it wasn't bad and I kind of thought okay when I was three falafel in I was like I'm done now but after the first one and the second one I was mm-hmm. like I could do this sure again. okay you know, it's all about flavors. It's all about flavors. It's On that note, I think life. we're going to leave that there. Is that, is that it? Amazing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Great. Should we... It's only nine minutes long, and there's only two themes, and they come and go as they please. I mean, there's so. no need to go on about it, is there? Fuck you know. No. Oh, just a little word to the wise, and I'll put a link uh, actually in the bio. But Bernstein's. Um, like there's a YouTube video of Bernstein conducting this it's just really charming okay. and he's absolutely fucking loving it oh yeah it's just really great to watch and it gets you so into it he's all like because they have you know there's all these like amazing chords at the yeah. beginning like these cheeky chords that happen all the way through he just fucking loves he's those great. chords he, he is fun to watch he smirks the whole way through it's great yeah he's a smirker he was a smirker he's a fucking smirker that Lenny oh Lenny Lenny Byrne Lenny Byrne Great. Right, I'm off. <laughs> what is the pizza guy there or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, actually, he is. Is, <laughs> is okay. Let's do some thank yous. Uh, thank. No, no, no. Pizza guy's in. Corey's downstairs cooking me dinner. Oh, pizza. Oh, do you guys do a little role play? 
Yeah. He's the pizza guy. Hello, my name is Luigi, <laughs> and uh, I have brought you a pizza. And you don't have any money. Oh, oh sorry, I, I don't have a purse, and I don't have a job, so and, I don't uh, know how I'm going to possibly I pay I don't you. have any pants, oh. Oh, and I'm also naked, oh. and have one, only covering one breast with my hand. <laughs> it's okay, I cover you with my pizza <laughs> Let's box. put it as a pizza. I cover your modesty with my oh, pizza your box. It's okay, you pay me later. Booby pizza. You pay me later in boobies. It's okay, no, don't worry, I'm gay. What? I don't, he, he's not going to sleep with you because he's gay. And suddenly, the magic is lost. What? Come on. I put in a good twist there. What? Obviously, it's... we were writing a porno and I, I twisted it so that it was, you know, he trusted you to pay him later and was trying to help you cover up your She's modesty. Like, Damn, my ass! <laughs> Um, thank you to James motherfucking Cook for the use of, uh, what's the song called? Venus de Milo from Anti-Love Song. Anti-Love Songs is the album. Uh, they are not love songs, people. Do not come here for love songs. Uh, they're quite anarchic. Yeah, sure. Let me Google anarchic they're real quick. Socio-political, and they make you think. Oh, sure. And they're also... It's you know, like it's not just a fucking love or anti love. Yeah, song. yeah. It's like a graffiti on the face of Theresa May's Brexit. Yeah, it's like a dick tag all over Waterloo Bridge. Oh, just a huge spray painted penis. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, thank you to him. He lets us use that music for free just because he's a friend of ours, and it's a catchy tune. Every time it comes on Ugh. on my podcast player, I'm like, oh, cool! I get to hear myself talk for a while. <laughs> and then, um, it's a great, huh? great tune. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Thank you to you, Emma, for chiming in. Oh. Let's uh, let's remind people how they can contact us. Contact at adaywithprice.com is our email address. Please feel free to get in touch. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at adaywithprice or Facebook, adaywithprice. Just... Type those things in and you'll find us. Da, 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 da. That's right. Now, Emma, it's time for our... And uh, before we yeah. go... Yeah, Brooke, before we go, it's time for our weekly catchphrase. <laughs> Today's catchphrase is... Don't let that airplane fall because you don't believe in it. Wise words. We'll catch you next time. <laughs> 